At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is hour number two, VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Why? Tom Fick, our producer behind the glass. We've got ourselves a ball game in State College as Penn's, I should say, in Columbus. The guys from State College, Jeff, have uh, mounted a charge as 19.5-point favorites, the Penn State Nittany Lions, after uh, the embarrassment of last week, losing in nine overtimes at home to Illinois, 20-18, to as a 24.5-point favorite. Total roll reversal, and uh, they've had now two touchdown drives, Jeff, of 12 plays uh, or or longer. One 13-play, 89-yard drive. Just got a 12-play, 75-yard drive, resulting in a Jahan Dotson touchdown around the edge. They reviewed it as we were going to break. They did confirm it. PAT good, but now Ohio State is on the move, and they nearly take one to the house on the first play back after getting the kickoff. So Ohio State uh, quickly... Getting things going, Jackson Smith and Jigbo with his fifth catch of the night. And so, uh, Jeff, this is a game where, look, side at this point, it would take a lot for Penn State, you would think, not to cover. Still a lot of game left. There's 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Total's probably going to be the interesting one here, though, as this was 60-60 and a half, and the live number is basically at that point right now. Well, look, Ben, this is the big question for me coming into this game was how long would Penn State's defense be able to hold up? I still think Penn State's defense is a top-five defense in the country. Uh, regardless of, again, last week was just, it was, it was idiocy by the end last week. The, my brain the, broke. Yeah, my, my, by the, look, I, I, it was, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. just poor execution offensively by the end. And 
look, uh, uh, the that format is in the end, it's really bad for for the. I know they want to keep, they want less plays, but how good is it for the players that they keep crashing into each other from the three yard line? It was completely ridiculous. But look, Penn State still has a great defense, and I think the other thing that we're learning also tonight is that Sean Clifford was clearly hurt last week still. He clearly was not 100%. And that was why Penn State was so inept offensively against an Illinois defense that isn't any good. They're okay, uh, but they're moving the ball against Ohio State, and Ohio State still is an elite offense. So, look, look, I wouldn't be shocked here if Ohio State ends up winning this game by two touchdowns still, but good on Penn State after their season Anything of importance really ended with last week's loss. Down to two and two in the conference, five yeah, and two was, overall. It was, yeah, it was it was over for them. And also, too, uh, this will be a what if if Penn State somehow wins this game, which I don't think they will. But obviously, in a tie, tied halfway through the third quarter, Sean Clifford's injury is going to be a big what if for for Penn State oh, yeah. fans down the line. Because if he stays healthy, and especially what Iowa has turned into since that game, Penn State would have rolled the Hawkeyes out of Iowa City. And then they would have handled Illinois, handled their business against the Illini last week. Looks like a free play. Penn State was offside. Incomplete and, uh, and so anyway. It'll be uh, second and goal at, at the two-yard line. I would say this, Cincinnati fans also rooting pretty mightily right now for Penn State. If the Lions are somehow able to pull this off, Jeff, we showed that live line a moment ago, seven in the live market after being favored by 19, 19 and a half to, to close in this spot, you would all of a sudden have that uh, that window of opportunity increased a little bit for the scenario of the Big Ten not having a single team in the entire playoff. You think about how now Michigan State, who you, we still feel at 5-0 and in the conference, 8-0 and overall, the weakest of those, those top echelon Big Ten teams, even though they win today against Michigan at home, there's a pretty good scenario where, let's say Ohio State, if they lose today, they turn around, they beat Michigan State, Turns the uh, you, you turn Ohio State into a, a two loss team, likely going to the Big Ten title game against whoever you know I, a, an Iowa team that was uh, that set uh, that set the It'll game football Wisconsin, back about, uh, about back about a, a hundred years today, and that loss to Wisconsin. That wouldn't I mean that's a scenario, right? If if it's if Penn State somehow gets the win, you would need Ohio State to then beat Michigan State in that November twentieth game, and regardless whoever it is between Michigan and Ohio State in the Big Ten uh, title game. No, probably nobody getting into that uh, that college football playoff, and and that probably would mean Cincinnati would would uh, would rest somewhat easily. I don't know. We're going to see the first playoff rankings released Tuesday, so we'll definitely get right a good a better idea of how the committee feels about Cincinnati's body of work so far. By the way, Ohio State stopped back to back plays from the one yard line, fourth and goal coming for the Buckeyes. Got to go. He, I they I I. You have to go here. Half yard line. And look, uh, again, this Penn State defense is really good, Ben. And and look, uh, as someone who holds Penn State Big Ten tickets that are basically dead at this point, Sean Clifford injury was the one that uh, torpedoed it completely. Here you go, fourth and goal at the... uh, You could argue this is the game right now. Seven minutes to go, third quarter. I don't know about that, but this definitely keeps it competitive for longer if they get a start. That's a false start. False start. Oh. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, From third and goal at the one to, they'll probably have to kick a field goal now. At the, at the and that's a, also a big play from from a total perspective yes. as well. You were like both of these teams have at least had success moving the ball, especially now in the second half. And you're likely to see this be a field goal. Only twenty to seventeen, Ohio State. Okay, uh, so we'll see what happens there. I wanted to at some point we'll talk Jeff about Cincinnati and what you make of them after yet another. Uh, as, well, how should we say, underwhelming performance, mm-hmm. even in a win today for the undefeated second-ranked Bearcats, a team that everybody's kind of waiting uh, to see the matchup, potential clash of undefeated teams in the American, the 
uh, the Mustangs of SMU, another top 25 team in that league, also undefeated. Uh, they're, they've, they've gotten all they can handle, though, right now, Jeff, on the road against Houston in a game that uh, closed SMU only laying a point or a point and a half. ton of points in this game. Houston, uh, they've gone back and forth. Houston just took the lead 37-34, 7-39 to go. As, uh, as SMU, that was kind of the perceived one team who could take down Cincinnati at the end of the year. But man, uh, Dana Olgerson and the Cougs saying, uh, not so fast. What do you think about that result so far? Look, Houston is one absolute disastrous second half away against Texas Tech the first week of the season, Ben, from being undefeated right now. Yeah, well, that's only lost. So, uh, look, Dana Olgerson's <laughs> done a really nice job. Now, granted, you look at Houston's schedule, they beat Rice. Bad football team. They beat Grambling, an FCS team. They beat Navy. Navy has three wins with their, even with their upset yesterday. Tol- they destroyed Tulsa, who's bad. They beat Tulane up, who's bad. They needed overtime to beat a pretty mediocre ECU team. So this would really be their first win of quality if they can hold on against SMU tonight. But look, for Cincinnati, to flip it to them, Ben, they did their job in an icon. They beat Indiana. They beat Notre Dame on the road. They did what they had to do. Indiana's ended up being bad. Indiana's not going to make a bowl game. Notre Dame is totally fine, and they're struggling in North Carolina right now. But for Cincinnati to make the playoff, they needed the right combination of things to happen outside of their control with the Power 5 teams, which if Ohio State somehow loses tonight, we're getting to a scenario where the Big Ten is going to be massive Michigan and Michigan State fans where they're hoping Michigan and Michigan State, or at least if Michigan State goes down to Ohio State later in the year, that Michigan is able to run the table because I think Michigan, even if they if they went 12-1-1 in the Big Ten East, they would get in because of the loss today was, again, they should have like won that game. game. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's against the top 10 team when it's all said and done. But the Big Ten is the league you can look for the chaos now because everyone is so good that it might be, self, uh, that it might be cannibalization there. And Cincinnati's going to need that because Oklahoma looks like they're going to go undefeated and with Caleb Williams in there, they are definitely getting to the playoff. Georgia's going. Georgia's going because they're going to win out. They're going to be massive favorites in every game the rest of the way, and they're going to be a favorite against Alabama. If Alabama wins out there, they're there. So you're going to need some help outside of it. And of course, Oregon is still the one team everyone seemingly forgets that if Cincinnati's 13-0 and Oregon's 12-1, the committee's probably going to give the nod to Oregon. If the season ended right now, you'd have Georgia, you'd have Alabama even with the loss. Mm-hmm. Probably Oklahoma. Who gets in between Cincy and um, and it would be what Michigan State is what you'd have to. If, if you're going if things, off of if things the, as we stand right now, and if you're going off the virtual wins, I think Michigan the win today against Michigan's better than either of Cincinnati's. I, I, I think Michigan. I'm curious to see what the committee does this yeah. week. Well, it'll, it'll shape like our our sense on the futures market as well. Because mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, until you know what the committee thinks about, at least to this point, a team's body of work, while I think there, there's value to be had further down the board on some of these futures, which we, we've talked about in the past, Jeff, this is really the week, once the committee releases those first rankings, where you have a, a genuine understanding and good idea of what it is going to take for these teams to get into the playoff. That's why, for me, I've, I've held off on any futures, at least as of right now. But look, if they come out and, and you've still got, uh, look, if they, I mean, if they have Bama in the playoff, as of as of now, coming off the uh, the bye this week, Alabama, that will tell us a lot, Jeff. I'm not sure if, if that's how far they're going to go, but we know we know how historically they have really leaned towards the the power teams, especially the teams in the SEC. I'm very interested to see how I have Oklahoma ranked. 
that's the most intriguing one for me because I know you don't want you you don't think they should be uh, well look, be look with Caleb Williams they're a different animal that offense is again 52 21 they do uh, cover I'm today. throwing that game against Kansas out the window that was just a fluky thing where by the way Kansas lost by a billion today to Oklahoma <laughs> State roughly 50, a 55 to three yeah. they didn't even come oh. close to covering is the massive uh, 30 point underdog they yeah. did not didn't cover. even come close that was a fluke that was a one-off Oklahoma slept walked the whole game. They were fortunate to beat a horrible team that played probably their best performance against a Power 5 team in the last half decade. So, throw that out. Should have lost to Texas, but guess what? Caleb Williams saved them in that game. And also, too, Ben, you look at Oklahoma's schedule. The last three games, they have a bye week next week. They play at Baylor, who came back and beat Texas today and has one loss. That team is legitimately good. Dave Aranda is a low-key good candidate for the LSU job, by the way, as well. They get Iowa State, who lost in ridiculous fashion to West Virginia today. And then they get Bedlam the final week. This will not be an easy last three-game stretch. And if Oklahoma gets through 12-0 and and then wins the Big 12 championship, they will have earned it, and they definitely are getting in at 13-0 and in the playoff. And 12-1, and if they lose one of those games tight, wouldn't be shocked if they still get in, even though in that scenario it would be a little bit harder to get it, them in. It proves how our general sense and thoughts on teams can evolve and in some cases shift over the course of the year. Uh, and uh, speaking of, uh, of bets that uh, are in, I mean, we, we saw Kansas lose big. Cal, 45, Oregon State, 25. I don't think that's going to get there. That's looks not like going to be good for Oregon the State. the old Pac-12 uh, lap. Yeah, that's off, all so. gone. Good, good win for Cal to keep their bowl eligibility uh, potential alive still. And uh, by the way, still sevens out there, Utah and UCLA. No Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He's been ruled out quarterback for UCLA. We'll return. More Beast and Bet Center coming your way next. Talk some World Series live odds next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. We're back. VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. If you uh, if you took the under on the over-under of both starting pitchers being out of the World Series Game 4, if you took under uh, what, top, middle of the uh, the fifth inning, you're, you're a winner because Zach Granke actually was even earlier than that. After four innings, Zach Greinke out. You said earlier, though, Jeff, you would feel more comfortable about this Astros team once he was out of the game, and he gives him four shutout innings, uh, three strikeouts, uh, allowing scattering just four hits. So we go to the top of the sixth. Astros 2, Braves nothing in a series that has uh, so far and in general a postseason that, especially in the LCS series, overfests for the most part. But just two runs last night, so far just two tonight, as Martin Maldonado starts the top of the sixth with a line-out to Ozzie Albies at short. Looking at the live odds right now, Jeff, as we've seen this game get later and later, I'm seeing a minus 450 on the Houston side. Five and a half your live total with a little juice to the under at the moment. You see it, DraftKings, a little bit lighter on your money line, minus 370. But yeah, amazing how the tables have turned. And after we saw, it was weird to see a game in Atlanta with like mist and rain and 50-degree weather. Uh, the bats have stayed cold tonight. Really, for both teams, it was a first-inning RBI ground out to get the Astros on the board, and then the Jose Altuve solo shot. So as, as you talked about earlier, Astros, they're into the pen. Ryan Stanek goes 1-2-3 in his first inning in relief, and Astros looking pretty solid in a game they really have to have to tie the series back up at two. Yeah, look, Carlos Correa even said it's a must-win tonight, Ben. So, look, for, for, for Houston, they got exactly what they needed out of Granke. Four innings, no runs, got the big double play on Jock Peterson to get out of that fourth inning. And now you're in the bullpen, which again, that was the that was the goal. Just get through as long as you can with Granky without giving up any runs. And I look, I think that price on Houston is just about right for this one, Ben. And if they win this one, they are they are in the driver's seat yet again, just because of the Atlanta lack of starting pitching with Charlie Morton not pitching again with that broken fibula. And with so few options now going forward for Brian Snicker, the thing I'm going to be looking out for, Jeff, and just trying to track here is. Which guys out of the bullpen does he does Snicker use the rest of the night for Atlanta? Because he went with like Will Smith, Tyler Matzik, Luke Jackson, AJ Minter, who have been his studs. I think it was what combined. Uh, they're they're now into the, the twenty innings range now, giving up I think three total runs combined between the four of them in this postseason. Have just been electric. If you if you can, you would want to avoid using those guys tonight down. So he's got Chris Martin in the game right now. 
I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, we see some Jesse Chavez, some Drew Smiley trying to keep this and you hope you keep it a two run game. Now story changes if you're somehow able to come back, but that's what I'll be tracking. Cause as you talked about earlier, Jeff, the options for tomorrow, it's not like this thing suddenly clears up for Atlanta. You could go bullpen game again. You could throw Max Fried on uh, on short rest. I don't know. If you're Brian Sticker, what's uh, what's your move tomorrow? Knowing that we still have what uh, four innings to go. In, in I guess you use Chavez as an opener. We've already seen. So? We've already yeah. seen that already this postseason. I guess that's what you do. I don't know. I really don't know what what what, what the right thing to do is uh, if if you're Atlanta. Yeah. Out of the periphery, by the way, we're going to get to our a couple late game previews, which start at the bottom of the hour in a moment. But out of my periphery, just looking at you, Jeff, I just see jumping and dancing and hooting and hollering behind us in the circus <laughs> sportsbook, and that's because Ohio State. I just look up and see a guy. I assume they're all talking about Ohio or you know cheering for Ohio State. Guy flashing down the sideline, big play for Ohio State. They just Henderson, forced a yeah. Penn State punt, and now it's first and goal at the three, two yard run on first down. Keep in mind, Ohio State now up twenty to seventeen is a nineteen and a half point closing favorite. They were just stonewalled twice on a second. They had a second and goal at the one-yard line. Then false started going for it on fourth and goal at the one. Had to kick a field goal. See if they're able to get some revenge uh, here, Jeff. Second and goal at the one. And, yep, uh, I think that's a touchdown. And Should be. It is. 26-17. Ohio State with the lead. PAT pending. Again, you should be fine on the Penn State side. Mm-hmm. There's still a good amount of game to go. Total was in that 60-and-a-half range and. Uh, we're now seeing Ohio State. This, this has been a big sequence, though, Jeff. They've, they've, they've really now twice in a row moved the ball extremely effectively against that Penn State D. Yeah, the, the dam is about to break if it hasn't already for yeah. Penn State's defense. And again, look, you're just asked to do too much against this really mega-talented Ohio State offense. And, and in the end here, Ben, uh, I think Penn State has really done as well as they had for as long as they could. And I think they're just out of gas at this point defensively. It was fun talking about the potential of, <laughs> of no Big Ten team in the playoff, but that's yeah. probably going to come to an end. Ohio State st- definitely is going to be uh, in that mix. Well, look, Ohio State now, of course, has the two games left against Michigan State and Michigan. Those are your games. They're at Nebraska next week. Who, by the way, Nebraska lost to Purdue today. So, Nebraska is now the, uh, the best uh Three and six team in the history the best, of college football. Best three and six. So uh, Ohio football. State could send Nebraska to a no no bowl yet again next week in Lincoln. They get wow. Purdue after that, who they'll handle their business in those two games. And then look, uh, Michigan State at the shoe for the final home game of the year, and then the big game, which of course wasn't played last year because of COVID concerns on the Ohio State side, uh, at the Big House. So it's all there for the taking for Ohio State, and uh, it would be a nice push as well on that win total of 11 from before the season, especially with the loss in week two. When you're sitting there needing them to run the table, and very much uh, is in play. All right, let's turn to uh, our late games coming up. I know you've got a little Moneyline Parlay action, Jeff. Uh-huh. Would not be a late-night college football sweat without that, and it involves one of our two Pac-12 After Dark games. We already discussed UCLA-Utah. They are underway. Again, Sands, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, starting quarterback for the Bruins, ruled out about six minutes before that game officially kicked off, so Utah closes seven. Just underway, they're scoreless there three minutes in. The other game, though, Jeff, an interesting one is Washington goes to Stanford. We've had, uh, what, would you say, five, six times this year where we've just been watching Washington games and we're, we've just found ourselves saying, uh, what, what is Jimmy Lake doing as a, as a head coach? Like, what, what is going on here? Well, they're getting points on the road in Palo Alto. Uh, David Shaw, not exactly uh, you know anybody's top choice as head coach 
uh, talking of, of how uh, in-game coaching has been going. But Stanford getting some money here, Jeff, up to three now. 46 and a half is, uh, is your total. On the surface, this would feel like a stay away because two coaches who I, we, we both feel like are liabilities at this point. However, is there value to be had here on either side? So I put Stanford in a money line parlay with BYU. I look at two and a half. It's still probably good on Stanford. I don't like either of these teams particularly, but I really don't like Washington. And I really don't like that offense. That offense is horrible. And look, there's legitimate questions about Jimmy Lake's viability as a, as a power five head coach. It has not gone well this year for a team that had a lot of expectations. And you learn pretty quickly. First drive in a game against Montana, you go down, score a touchdown. Looks like you're going to run a pretty good FCS team out of your own building. Lose that game 13-7. to They couldn't move the ball against Michigan. Michigan's turned out to be pretty good. No, in the end, it's not as bad as it looked at the time, but still only 10 points in that game. And then lost. Their wins haven't even been impressive other than the Arkansas State game. Be Cal by a touchdown at home. In they, overtime. They needed to come back in the fourth quarter to beat Arizona I, last week. I, I don't know. Like, I, Arizona, Arizona's, <laughs> Arizona's worse than Vanderbilt. Like, Arizona's the worst Power 5 team in the country. And they needed to score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win that game. Look, Stanford is, again, I don't think Stanford's all that good, but they're better than, than Washington and should be able to handle their business on the farm it was, tonight. It was 13 nothing. At the half in Tucson, a team under first-year head coach Jed Fisher has not won a game all season, and and that's how that uh, that played out. I, I, under is where I would be tempted to look, partly because a like David Shaw, we figured this out at pretty pretty clearly this year. Extremely conservative from a play calling perspective, not going to go for much. We'll want to run the ball, turn this into a a clock tempo possession game for Stanford, and as you just said, for it's an offense that you cannot trust whatsoever under uh, Dylan Morris, who showed promise as a redshirt freshman at quarterback, has taken a step back, though, this season. We even saw at one point uh, the, the, uh, the younger Heward, young Heward in the game last week uh, through one pass was incomplete. I don't know, 46 and a half is tempting, but any college under Jeff that's, <laughs> that's under about 60 points, I always just say, all right, proceed with caution, because we've seen many of these get totally blown up. So I will be, I will be laying off there. The other one, and this is another game with a relatively low total, Fresno State at San Diego State. Massive implications in the Mountain West as San Diego State remains undefeated. They moved into the top 20. Now they're a home dog. Catching points as an undefeated team in the top 20 to a Fresno State. There you look at DraftKings, how this is up to two and a half. Still two's majority of the market in the Nevada jurisdictions with 44 or 44 and a half your total. A lot, of the, a lot of the betters remember Fresno State going into the Rose Bowl and beating UCLA outright as a, a large underdog there. Which just uh, had a couple slip-ups this year, but for Jay Kaner, quarterback, really good Fresno State team. Jeff, is, uh, are you surprised, though, that they've gotten this much support in the market, up to two, two and a half? Yes, uh, even though I don't love the San Diego State team because this style of play is just horrible to watch, but they're a good football team, and they have a really good defense that should be able – to slow Fresno State's offense down enough. Look, Fresno State lost at Hawaii. Like, I know there's there's no home field advantage uh, in Carson for San Diego State. 
but Hawaii was a thousand seat like soccer stadium. Hawaii had no fans <laughs> right now, and and look, I understand that the traveling is hard, but I would only bet San Diego State and be patient for the next five minutes. Maybe you get a a, a, a three, maybe even have flashes in some jurisdictions. But I like the Aztecs, and whoever wins this game also is going to probably win the Mountain West. Right, you're probably right on that. All right, our late game previews. We'll see what is happening as well. Some games coming down to the wire. We'll tell you about those next here on Beeson Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th, and VSN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all the action. Visit VSN.com slash SBNC for more information. Learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million dollar top prize. That's VSN.com. Slash SBNC. We are back. V Sin Bet Center on a Saturday night. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. I know you would love to be a part of that uh, sports betting national championship. You might be. You might be gone. And I mean, we're, we're, hours, we're we're unfortunately but ineligible, but yeah, we are. But it would be it would be a great time. Uh, all, all things considered, uh, we will. And again, have all those reports coming up for you next week. Right now, we're still following a number of college football games that are coming down to the wire. Our late primetime games. Right now, either end third quarter or into the fourth, and how about, look, Penn State refusing to go away, down 27-17. What did you say, Jeff? You thought the dam was about to break, uh, maybe for the total, but Penn State marches right back down the field. It's And look, they've been getting big play after after big play here, Jeff. Uh, this was an 11-play, 75-yard drive in 3 minutes, 25 seconds. Kayvon Lee, one-yard touchdown run to punch it in. It's back to a three-point game, 27-24. So my big takeaway from this tonight is I don't care that Sean Clifford was not healthy. How did you lose how? to <laughs> Illinois at home? How? Just drive the stake like, further like, into like, your Seriously, heart, how do you lose that game to that team in that spot? Off the bye. I don't know. Horrible. Absolutely horrible loss a week ago. But look, this is... I thought this Penn State team was a legitimate top five team until the Clifford injury. And now that Clifford's healthy, guess what? They're playing at the level of a top five team tonight against Ohio State. 65 and a half, by the way, your live total. This was 60 and a half. Uh, Matt, close. If you took the over here, you're going to need, what, 10 points in the fourth quarter? The way this is trending sure feels like you're going to get there. Should have bet the 49 and a half. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> talked about that to, uh, to, uh, to start the show. Look, at the end of the day, when you're betting on, when you're, you're wagering your hard-earned money on 19- and 20-year-olds playing a, a game of pigskin, sometimes weird things happen, Jeff. It happened last week. Of course. <laughs> and uh, Penn State. A couple quick updates, too. On, uh, we'll get also to a couple games that are going out, that are getting late right now. But, Jeff, a couple games we had previewed. Mentioned Utah, 7 nothing out of the gates. Also, BYU, they score approximately one minute and 57 seconds into the game against a Virginia team that, as I mentioned, only allowed 570 yards and 40 points at home to Georgia Tech last week. So there's that. Oh, We're there off. you go. I, that's a good start for my BYU bets and the BYU-Stanford Moneyline parlay without even Stanford getting in, in the action yet. But, look, this, this is the one concern for Virginia. Their defense is horrible. And BYU, again, they've had their, they've had their offensive mishaps over the last month. They had the game against Boise where they kept turning the ball over. They had uh, the game against Baylor where they really did their scoring when the game was already decided. They didn't score much against Wazoo last week, but they're going to have their way and have an, they're going to be able to score however many they want here tonight against Virginia. 
I, based on the trend so far, seven points in two minutes, I think you're going to be right, uh, Jeff. Uh, as we look as well, let's go back to a couple games going down to the wire. We mentioned this earlier, the the American Athletic Conference, where SMU, undefeated 7-0 Mustangs, 19th in the country, likely seen as the main challengers to potentially knock off an undefeated Cincinnati team, currently second in the country. When we last checked in with this game, though, SMU was down 37-34 on the road at Houston as a short one, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Right now, Jeff, looks like SMU, they have the ball. They've moved into field goal range. We're into the final minute of the game. Remember, like depending on, on when you uh, you bet this line, likely like, if you took money line at the end, obviously that doesn't matter. But one, one and a half is where this closed on SMU. Total of 61 and a half or, uh, or 62. Those numbers have all gone over. And this will be very interesting to see what, uh, what we see out of SMU here. This is like your season basically on the line. You're going to put it, you have a fourth and two. In field goal range, it looks like they're going to send out. Well, I don't know. Are they going to send out? They the should go for it. I think they should because you're right on the edge of field goal range. I uh, can't see exactly where on the field they are, but it is a fourth and two, 52 seconds they, still to go. They should be a 44 yard kick. 44 kicking okay. in. I, I, We're getting the montage of the kicker. Yeah, in I, would, I would go. I would go if I'm SMU. I 35 trust, seconds left. Trust no that timeout. elite offense. Yeah, I, I think this is the right call from Sonny Dykes and company. I, I would go. Let's see what I, happens. I agree with you. Uh, Houston takes a Houston timeout. Houston timeout. Remember, 6-1 and one Houston. Only loss, as Jeff was mentioning. Season opener. They've won six straight since SMU. A perfect 7-0. and oh. We'll get back to that uh, game in a moment. First, want to check in on what's happening uh, down in Auburn, where I, I think we can officially uh, uh, put an end to the Matt Corral uh, options for a Heisman Trophy. It has been a disaster tonight for Corral and Ole Miss. Just turned the ball over. They had a fourth down in the Auburn red zone, down 11 with two minutes to go, and, uh, and they're unable to convert. Matt Corral tonight, Jeff, 21-37, 289 yards and a pick. As Auburn, who had this line closed, Tigers minus three, will keep their faint hopes of reaching the SEC championship alive. And I guess I say faint. I mean, look, they got to keep winning. They'll have to beat Alabama as a big underdog, likely in the Iron Bowl. But, uh, you know, Alabama's shown some weaknesses here. Uh, Matt Corral was fun while it lasted, though, Jeff, for Ole Miss. Look, Auburn's two losses are at Penn State before Clifford got hurt and Georgia. Auburn's pretty darn good, especially if Knicks is going to play well like he did tonight. 22 with so, 30, 276 yeah, and a touchdown. Yeah, if Knicks is going to play well, that's a, a formidable team. And look, they're, again, they get Alabama at home. We've seen weird things in that rivalry through the years. Oh, By the way, SMU kicking now, break, Ben? After the, Houston calls timeout. SMU decides to kick. 46-yarder it's long enough, it's is good. Uh, good. Yeah, if it's long, yeah, if it's long enough, 46, it's the whole way. Wow. Nice the the Matza. Yeah, he makes the kick. What a Matza, number 92, ties at 37. 30 seconds left. We could be headed for uh, for OT here. Oh, that's a, hey, look, uh, that's, a, wow. that's a big kick there. In a night where boy, where, where SMU's been fighting uphill the whole night. Yeah. So uh, now 30 seconds left. Plenty of time for Clayton Toon and company to get in field goal range for Houston with one timeout. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Ohio State, by the way, ball back. We're just underway fourth quarter. Second and seven in their own territory, up 27-24. But they, like every time I look up, acres of, of space and time for C.J. Stroud to throw. Just found another wide-open target, and they're back into a Penn State territory. Again, depending on the number, you need probably about 10 points, maybe 11 for that over to cash as we're right now at, at that 27-24 mark. Ohio State quickly into a Penn State territory. Uh, we, we've mentioned as well some of these. Oh, by the way, BYU just scored again. So 
Didn't even have time to collect myself and look for <laughs> another game. It's, we're, we're three minutes and 50 seconds into the game, and Virginia has uh, has already given up 14 points. Was that a defensive a defensive touchdown for BYU? I uh, We do not have that game on. No, that I game is current. That game is not going to be on television until SMU and Houston are done playing. So I am. Let me, <laughs> I, okay. Uh, it looks like we are. Uh, it was oh, first play of the game for uh, for Brennan Armstrong intercepted. So yeah, BYU returned to the eleven and uh, Tyler Allgaier one yard touchdown run. So not yeah. look, you can't blame the Virginia defense there. Oh, by but. the way, Houston returned the kick for a touchdown. So there you go. The total chaos in the what, AAC. What's going well, on? Well, well, look. Here's the other thing too. This is as we mentioned before. There's big ramifications for Cincinnati. Yep. Because. If you're Cincinnati, you wanted to get SMU on 12 and 0 in yes. the AAC title game. Now, if Houston wins out, if assuming they hold on here, they have South Florida, they'll beat them. Temple, they'll definitely beat them. Memphis probably beat them. Oh, and then they play UConn the final week of the season. So I think that'll be a win. Houston should get to the end 11 and one. So look, Houston's probably going to get ranked here. There was a flag, but I got to imagine that is a celebration penalty. Wow. On Houston which will at least give some life to SMU off the kickoff. But, uh, look, uh, Houston really – excuse me, since he really needs every break to go their way now, and beating an 11-1 Houston as opposed to a 12-0 SMU, well, look, I don't think it should make a difference, but we know how fickle I mean, the committee I mean, can you're be. You're going to get SMU – they get SMU at home regardless, November right. 20th. And But, yeah, you – you would you would rather SMU come in there un, unbeaten probably, and then mm-hmm. maybe you get yeah, the, the Houston at the end of the year. It is uh, it is unsportsmanlike conduct after the play. So it looks like Houston will go up seven, 17 seconds left, 43-37 PAT pending as a short home underdog against SMU. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, we have a chance here, Jeff. Speaking of, of long plays that have decided things in a big way, this did not decide anything at least uh, Marcus Jones' uh, Penn, Penn return State. touchdown. Penn, Penn State. Well, hang on. Penn State, if that ball was actually caught, Penn State has just taken the lead on Ohio State. Oh I'm not certain if that was actually a, a if that was actually caught in the air. And if it wasn't, it was an incomplete pass. Let's see what the refs right. do here. But there seems to be a whole boatload of confusion. They're going to say incomplete. I think that's the right call based off of what I saw. I don't think that ball was caught in the air by Penn State. DJ, this was a pass at about the 18-yard line for Stroud at Ohio State as it was Wasn't bobbled oh, that's and incomplete. Then incomplete. Why? Wait a second. It's clearly incomplete. Why are we? Why, why I do just we, want to torture people why, like why us. Why do we just let everyone run down the field? That's as easy of an incomplete pass <laughs> as there's ever been. Come on. Uh, 45 seconds, Jeff, on what the heck happened in that end of the Florida State-Clemson game. Oh, I don't have enough time. Okay. But, but. We to beat that rivals what Northwestern Ohio State was a few years back. Florida State down four, covering the whole game, getting nine and a half, total forty eight, five seconds left at their own thirty five yard line. They try to do the, the lateral play. Travis throws one backwards towards a wide receiver that is airmailed. Ball gets kicked around a little bit, picked up by Clemson at the two yard line, brought in for a touchdown, no time left. Clemson covers the nine and a half. Total goes over 30 to 20. Total debacle if he had the under of Florida State. Uh, you had one of those. I had Florida State. In a couple in-game. areas. Oh, we might have to mention that again yeah. later in the show. Uh, we'll, we'll see again. More in game coming your way next. VSIN Bet Center rolling on, hour number two.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSN Bet Center is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zin Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're back. v Vet Center. Uh, there is, as always, a lot happening because it's late on a Saturday night. Jeff Carlson following everything. I'm Ben Wilson. I'm, I'm trying to follow some things. BYU scored again, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> I did not. I was not tracking that. How am I not surprised? Uh, after, look, looks like, what, Virginia goes three and out again. After Well, they had an interception, three and out, and uh, takes five plays for BYU to score. 21 nothing. We're not even halfway through the first quarter. That was, what, 66, 60, 66 and a half on the total, Jeff? Yeah, BYU might get there by themselves. Unbelievable. All right, meantime. Back to uh, Columbus. A lot to unpack. So, Ohio State, we were going to break. We saw the interception that was clearly not. It was an incomplete pass. Overruled. Ohio State kept the ball. They had a fourth and three at the Penn State 13. They go for it. They look for Chris Olave. Does C.J. Stroud, the quarterback, incomplete. Turnover on downs. Penn State ball with about 12 minutes to go. But, as I just explained what happened there, I look up and see Sean Clifford heaving the ball deep downfield. 
intercepted. Ohio State has the ball right back up 27-24 as a 19.5-point favorite. Man, oh man, Jeff. Uh, Penn, uh, Penn State has had, had its opportunities tonight, and after they get a huge fourth down stop, they give it right back in a bad throw by Clifford. Who did get hit as he threw, but regardless. Yeah, that, was a, a, that was a big yikes there from, uh, from Clifford. By the way, big spot in the baseball game that I want to bring up. Yes. Bases loaded in the bottom of the sixth for Travis Darno and the Braves. Braves have got one back on an RBI single by Austin Riley. Maton strikes Darno out looking. So we're through six in, a, in Cobb County, Georgia. Astros two, Braves one. And I was going to say, if Darno had gotten a hit, Travis Darno, who was a pretty nice-sized long shot to win World Series MVP, probably would have been your betting favorite going into tomorrow if the Braves had won that game on a Darno hit. But Darno strikes out looking 2-1 Strohs through six. Wow. Huge spot. And yeah. Darno had been, has been awesome this postseason. Had already hit a couple of home runs and a solo shot earlier in the World Series. Astros back to minus 300 now live. Still seeing five and a half, Jeff, on that in-game total. 2-1 as we go to the top of the seventh inning. So, like, this is, you kind of feel like this is the series, at least for Houston for now. I don't know. Will we see a comeback? I'm, I'm not, that, that kind of felt, Jeff, like the opportunity for, uh, for Atlanta because Riley has the base hit. Goes to second on the throw. They, they, the uh, Houston challenges the call. He was clearly safe. Intentionally walk. They get the bases loaded with the, with, with Freeman coming or having Freeman intentionally walked. I mean, what a what a moment there for uh, for Atlanta, uh, unable to uh, unable to take advantage. Uh, by the way, we finally do have that BYU game on in studio because because SMU Houston has mercifully gone final. And there's your live. Uh, by the way, DraftKings in game numbers on that Astros Braves game. The end of the Houston-SMU game going to go down as one of the more fascinating ones this week where Houston say. Gets, gets a touchdown return, a kickoff return touchdown with 17 seconds left after SMU had just kicked a game-tying field goal. But Houston called for an unsportsmanlike penalty, a conduct penalty on that celebration following the touchdown. So they're pinned deep to kick off. Uh, Jeff, uh, SMU got a great return. They looked like they might actually score on the return while we were in break. Get it down to about the 35-yard line. Had one last gasp, heaved to the end zone. Hail Mary, incomplete. And the AAC no longer has two undefeated teams, down to just the Cincinnati Bearcats undefeated so far. And uh, Houston is going to – Houston's schedule, Ben, down pretty, the stretch. Pretty light is what you're, is what you're getting Is at. pretty light, as we said before. They get the road games in Tampa against South Florida. South Florida's bad. In Philadelphia against Temple. Temple's bad. Memphis at home. Memphis is not the same Memphis team we're used to seeing. And then they play at UConn, which is not even a conference game. So win these next three, Houston's going to be playing Cincinnati uh, in all likelihood. That's all there is to it. 40, yeah, again, what an impressive uh, ending to that game for, uh, for Houston to get the win with your 44-37 final. Uh, it, it'll be, look, second and 11 for Ohio State just outside the Penn State 15-yard line. Eight and a half now to go. So all of a sudden, if, if you have bet uh, the over in this spot, you're going to need at least a field goal and a touchdown to get there. C.J. Stroud on the run, forced out of bounds, and doesn't throw it away. It takes a loss of two or three yards instead. So third and long for Ohio State, up three, 8.20 to go. As, as some of these games come in final, Jeff, we'll just kind of mention these as, as they happen. We've touched on most of these games already. Uh, one game we did not really mention at all, uh, for obvious reasons, it was a 22-point spread. Never The outcome never really in doubt, but Arizona does cover at the Coliseum tonight. 41-34, USC gets the win as a 21.5 or 22-point underdog. 
to say this for uh, head coach Jed Fish, I, they're playing hard for him. They haven't won a game yet, but they've uh, what? They've covered now. Uh, it's what been three, four times this year. Yeah, they've covered covered it against BYU, covered at home against uh, UCLA last week, and uh, they certainly covered going away here against USC. Yeah, this is uh, gonna be a rough rough go for Jed Fish, who. If they don't beat Cal next week at home in Tucson, Arizona's mm. going to go 0 12. They're going to go 0 12 straight up. They get Utah the week after that. Utah will win that game. Then they go on the road to Pullman. U- Washington State has shown a lot better than I would have expected uh, down the stretch. And then they play uh, in the uh, in the Territorial Cup against Arizona State. Uh, we had the embarrassment a few years ago in that rivalry for Arizona. It might equal that. That ended up costing Kevin someone his job. That that seventy to seven game, three and five against the spread at least for uh, for Chet Fish this year. You can hang your hat on that, I suppose. The scary thing is uh, the easiest game next year for Arizona and non-con is North Dakota State. So define easy. That's uh, my point. Uh, they, they, <laughs> you, you might it might be a while until Arizona wins a game uh, in football, which is uh, pretty amazing for uh, again That's... a program that. Had some moments that were, again, a big upset over Oregon a decade ago. But, man, it's a rough times there in Tucson. By the way, another game that has just gone final, one that we have not mentioned. In the Mountain West, we, we were talking earlier, Jeff, about Fresno State, San Diego State, which is underway, no score halfway through the first quarter. Uh, Boise State able to hold off uh, Colorado State on the road. This one just going final a moment ago. Your final 28-19 for the Broncos, who've had... An up and down season to say the least this year, but uh, they will they will get the win. This thing closed uh, right around minus one and a half or minus two on Boise State. There were some uh, respected opinions though, Jeff, on on uh, on Colorado State after just the absolute uh, catastrophe of a, of an end to their game last Friday night, where they they rushed out the field goal unit for no reason when they could have spiked the ball and uh, instead missed what would have been a game winning field goal. They come out and uh, and lose this game. It was a late touchdown by Boise State up two. We're pushing, but they end up getting the touchdown and the cover here. Pretty impressive on the road. Yeah, but Colorado State was a popular pick this week, Ben. A popular pick, uh, bet down from three and a half to two, and that uh, looked good win for Boise on the road. And look, uh, Colorado State's just not that good. We we've seen this this whole year with them. Like you said, the the, the fire drill last week at the end when it didn't need it cost them the game against Utah State. This team uh, earlier in the year. Uh, was de- lost it. They lost it home to South Dakota State by 19, and lost it home to Vanderbilt. That's all you need to know about this. That that was the that was the craziest line movement of any college football game I think all all season was the Colorado State at home to Vandy. Yeah, which, but that wasn't that from uh, what Colorado State from laying one to laying seven in that game, and they lost outright to uh, to Vandy six six point move. Uh, and and your favorite in game betting spot all yeah. year uh, up up at the half against Iowa. Ended up not being really that good anyway. Yeah, but, but that still was an easy winner in the end. Uh, Ohio, by the way, Ohio State, Penn State, real quick here, Ben. Yep. Ohio State forced to kick a field goal from 25 yards cool. out. So 30 to 24. Seven minutes to go. Penn State, they only give up three off the interception from Clifford. Penn State's got a real shot here to, to shock everyone and really, again, make you think, man, if Sean Clifford didn't get hurt against Iowa. This is a totally different story for Penn State in 2021. And 60 and a half, or 61 your total. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be that's gonna be an interesting one. As we'll, we'll fresh out of that board in a moment to show 30 
to 24. Again, Ohio State laying 19 and a half in that spot. Should uh, point out Tavion Thomas into the end zone for Utah. First play of the second quarter, 14-3. The uh, running Utes on top go. of a Dorian Thompson-Robinson less UCLA. So good start for them. Hey, Virginia has scored, so they're at least doing their part, Jeff, as part of the, the total there. We have 28 points 12 minutes into the game, and we're halfway, or not, well, we're almost halfway to a 66.5-point total. Pretty good. Not bad. That's all you need to say. Not that, bad. That Virginia, you're feel, uh, Stanford also kicks a field goal, so 3 nothing there. On top of Washington, eight minutes in. You're feeling good about that money line. I, I really little like Stanford to get seven. They got deep in Washington territory and, of course, got conservative. You're being greedy. We, I told you that's exactly yeah. what would happen. Come on. Learn it. Hey, let's go. We return. <laughs> More coming your way. We'll talk some NFL as well as update you on Ohio State and Penn State. That's next here on VEASAN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.